We'd like to welcome you today to Brothers at Breakfast. This is a regular ongoing series of Mission 1711. Today, we're going to be discussing the purpose of these shows and talking a little bit about the Jesus Adventure, which is the flagship project of Mission 1711. I'm with my friend and brother, Ian, and I'm Nick. Hey, Nick. And I'd like to just say good morning, and how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, and I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, this uh, project has been fun getting launched and getting rolled together. And uh, I'm so glad that we uh, we are going to do this like we used to do our, our breakfasts, uh, you know, at the local uh, pancake place. I have to tell you, I'm thankful to the Lord for both coffee and pancakes. It's, uh, it's a blessing to be able to have breakfast chats with people that you care about, about topics that are important to you. I'll and tell that's you really what these are going to be about. These are really just a chance for us to, uh, you know, sip coffee, eat pancakes, talk about the Lord, share things that are going on in our lives, uh, you know, interact with our, our audience uh, and, um, you know, interview people who have interesting things going on in their lives as we've seen how the Lord is working through his word and uh, in the lives of people by the Holy Spirit. Going to share that and, and have a chance to uh, interact together really just sharing, sharing the walk, sharing the journey. That sounds great. And I'm looking forward to it. And I want to invite people that are listening to this show to feel free to drop us a line. We're always looking for people that want to share their own adventure, that want to share their own journey that we're going to talk about a little bit more. We've worked with a small group of brothers and sisters to uh, give us a little feedback on the stuff that we're preparing because we're preparing to launch a, a multimedia enterprise, so to speak. Uh, all surrounding Mission 1711 and the various projects that we have in work. And the biggest question I get from people that I'd like you to speak to, Ian, is you call this the Jesus adventure. What's the adventure? Oh, that's a great question. You know, the bottom line is, um, you know, like, like many young men, I was, uh, I was looking for an adventure any, anywhere I could find it, you know, when I was a younger man before I knew the Lord. And um, I guess it really came from how I was raised, you know, the, the life and the world I was in was a bit boring. So I was always out, you know, with my friends or sometimes on my own, trying to create adventure, find adventure, whatever it was, you know, whether it was climbing a, a dusty rock hill up the street from my house or, uh, you know, getting into trouble somewhere. We were always out looking for something exciting to do. And what I found was that uh, adventure without purpose really leaves you empty. So whether you're swimming in the ocean, you know, or you're snowboarding or climbing rocks or hang gliding or sailing or whatever, all those things are great. They're fun, but those pursuits leave you empty if there's no purpose, if there's no lasting value to it. And when I came to Christ and began to follow Jesus, what I found was he led me on a journey. He led me on an adventure and that adventure was exciting, but it was also fulfilling. It had purpose. It had meaning far deeper, far greater uh, than just the selfish pursuits that I had been into before that. We have kind of a mirrored experience in that. Part of the adventure for me is not only the exciting things. All my life, I've done things, parachuting, hang gliding, rock climbing, whitewater rafting, uh, high adventure stuff, zip lines and dangerous things. But like you said, those were all selfish, thrill-seeking kind of things for me. The real adventure that I had was in 1994. It started when I first actually came to know Jesus on a personal level and uh, through a direct impact in my life. And as I've walked along trying to learn more through his word 
and following uh, the steps of his ministry and what he's taught is the amazing stories and, and the life-changing transformations that other people have shared with me that are really adventurous, uh, exactly. hard times, dangers, uh, uh, thrilling adventures, um, things Many that dangers, uh, toils and snares, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and not just, uh, in the context of, uh, you know, what you get in your brick and mortar church with your congregation, but, uh, things that people do in their lives. I'm uh, active in my community through several things and you could see these real impacts in the behavior and the way people choose to leave their, lead their lives. Once they come to know Jesus and study his word and begin to walk with him. It's, you know, that's the thing. It's, it's an adventure. That's a discovery process. Partly it's discovering his word in the Bible, but it's also discovering how he's at work from his word in the world, in the lives of people. Uh, you know, so many times I've met people that have had really amazing transformative stories. You know, I've met, I've met, uh, you know, people who have been drug addicts that became, you know, counselors and teachers. And I've met people that were drunks that became, you know, businessmen and community leaders. I've met people who, you know, had very wasted lives in many different ways, uh, who were transformed by the gospel, the message of the great news of Jesus. Um, but I've also met people who were otherwise very upstanding citizens that just had pointless lives, that felt that their lives were empty, and that upon meeting Jesus, they began to really experience the dimensions of real life by following the Spirit, following the the spiritual adventure, the spiritual training that Jesus gives, that really gives depth and meaning and purpose to lives. Um, and probably like you, I've also met people who have been physically healed. Um, you know, a number of people that I've I've encountered over the years um, were people who had physical healings, or that you know I witnessed healings at times. And when you you see somebody's life transformed, or you see a physical healing, or you see uh, you know someone really come alive in the spirit, it's an amazing adventure. It's something that's that's very touching, but it's also exciting. You know, and, and this is really the big uh, reason why I began this project was I wanted to share with people the stories that I was, was hearing. I get a chance to meet a lot of people. Uh, my wife and I both uh, are quite involved in our community and in our church and different um, activities that we're part of. And we've met people around the world who have seen and experienced truly amazing things by following Jesus. And I just wanted to share that uh, with people to understand that he takes us on a journey and that journey has purpose. It has meaning and it has a process that, that really transforms people. I think it's important to add that uh, we're not here to contest with people. Uh, there's people that will immediately scoff when you talk about miraculous <laughs> yeah, things always. in your adventure. And uh, we're not here to contest with you. Um, we're here to, uh, to share the impact on our lives that Jesus yeah. has had as followers of Jesus. Because I have to emphasize that neither of us are called to be preachers. We're not right. ordained ministers. We're right. just two guys that worship at two different churches that have different congregations, but have made friends over the years and uh, have shared with one another the uh, just fascinating, amazing, adventurous experiences that we've had in our walk. And we share with each other our increasing understanding and our continued pursuit through the word of the Bible. And when we say the word, we mean the Bible, we mean the gospels, we mean the epistles, we mean the Old Testament, we mean what we consider to be God's scripture. And uh, those are the things that, that we have a mutual interest in. 
we share a faith in Jesus' ministry, in walking as Jesus did and following the precepts that he laid down in his ministry and how we're amazed constantly of how they were foretold and illustrated throughout the Bible. Exactly. Um, you know, the, the Bible is uh, a truly amazing text that not only does it, you know, provide for us instructions and guidelines in life that, that work, frankly, but also it proves itself to be accurate by predictive prophecy, by things that were foretold long ago uh, that then came to pass, and some of them coming to pass now in our, in our modern times that prove to us that this really is a, a revelation, a word given from outside of our time zone. You know, it's not from this world. Uh, it's from a God who's beyond this world, who created this world. And as we discover that, and as we explore and, and, and walk with him, uh, he reveals more and more to us. And, uh, you know, the amazing thing is, again, just the, the things we've seen, the people we've met, the, the transforming process that he has uh, given for people the opportunity to experience is, uh, is life-changing and is so encouraging. Um, you know, like you, Nick, um, so many times when I've been discouraged, uh, walk through challenges in this life, and I began to see God at work uh, or speaking to me through that word and uh, encouraging me for the very word that I needed at that exact moment. Well, I agree. It's, it, it's obviously been beneficial to us or we wouldn't be doing such a show. It's also pancakes um, and, and coffee, it, man. Yeah, it's it's also an, an outreach invitation to the people that are listening. We want to hear your stories. We want you to participate in this adventure. It's a participatory thing. It's a free will thing. It's an invitation right. that's open. We're not a debate society. We're not a theological seminary. Right. We're, we're not, not here to prove anything. We're we're simply <laughs> inviting people to go go with us on this adventure, on this journey with Jesus. And to share their own experiences of the real life-changing, yeah. life-transformational impacts that following Jesus may have had for you. But given that, also, I think it's important for people to understand that uh, we're seeking a particular kind of audience. Could you expand on that a little? You know, we're, we're here for people who are people that typically either would not feel welcome in church, uh, you know, or don't feel drawn to go to a church but who are hungry to understand the spirituality and the, the, you know, the reality of Jesus that are looking to find, you know, what did Jesus teach? Who is Jesus? Uh, why did he do what he did? And why have people followed him, quite frankly? You know, and there's a lot of people who just frankly don't, they either don't feel welcome in church, or maybe they've never even thought about going to church, but they're, they're curious. They want to know more about Jesus. And that's why we're here, um, quite frankly, you know, I, I come from a background where I was one of those people. I didn't feel comfortable in church. I didn't, I didn't like going around people who looked religious or, or to me that thought they were better than other people. And frankly, that was a bit of an, a hindrance, you know, in the early days for me was thinking that, that, uh, you know, you had to be a good person or you had to be somebody who was special to be welcome in church. But what I found was that Jesus is actually welcoming everybody. He's got an open door to every person. And so we're, we're offering people who want to explore and understand more about Jesus to the folks who may feel like they just don't belong there. Um, or maybe, you know, you've, you've been to church, maybe, you know, you're, you're even a regular attender at church, but you're not experiencing the depth, you know, the, the walk that you want. You're, you're not coming to the point where you can really, 
grow in your faith. Uh, maybe you just keep going and attending, but you know, there's no transformation and you're looking for that. You're looking for that uh, experience that truly is that interactive um, dynamic experience with God, with the living God uh, through Jesus. Through Jesus and also through brothers and sisters who follow Jesus. This is, uh, I'm not criticizing or, or belittling the important function of, of churches and congregations and fellowships, but they often op- operate in a structured way that sometimes people might not be comfortable with. What or we want to do is, by, quite frankly, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, but uh, we want to create a, a fellowship of brothers and sisters that want to share their own personal walk, their own personal understanding, their own personal reading, their own personal prayers, the, the real impacts in life uh, that Jesus and his word have had on them. It's uh, it's it's a distinctly non-religious pursuit that we're in here. We're pursuing Jesus's ministry, uh, which is a religious word, I understand. But his his life experience and the things that he taught and how he walked amongst regular people, and 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 the the human experience of knowing Jesus. Well, and the human experience of discovering God. Many people have questions about God. Uh, they have ideas about God that are often wrong. Uh, that are simply not the God of the Bible. You know, when I was um, growing up and as a young person, what I thought God was versus what God declares himself to be were very different. I found that many people present God in a way that says, you know, God is exclusionary. He doesn't want you. Uh, You're not good enough. Or, you know, God would never accept you as you are. God would never welcome you because of who you are or what you do. And what I found was Jesus was exactly the opposite of that. Jesus is inviting people constantly, and he's inviting people that most folks in in religious garb would not welcome. You know, Jesus worked with roughnecks. He worked with manual laborers who were foul-mouthed. He worked with people who were uh, sketchy characters. You know, he worked with greedy people. He worked with people who hated greedy people. He worked with people who were, you know, frankly, what we would call a terrorist today. Uh, And all of these people he invited to follow him, to join with him on his journey. And in the process, their lives were transformed. They became something very different. And so, you know, the the fascinating part for me is, is that that's still happening today. Jesus is still working in people's lives, transforming them, taking the good things that they bring, but helping them to overcome the, the dark things that they don't want to face or don't want to admit that, that they bring. And, uh, you know, God transforms those people through Jesus' work and his ministry. You know, that's to me is the really amazing part. It's an important thing to consider that God's love is, is, a, is in his grace, the opportunity to be with Jesus and to know God is freely oh, given. It's, uh, oh, it's, it's, it's absolutely freely given. It's, uh, I, I have a, a, a libertarian streak politically in this world, which you know, might damn me in the eyes of some, but it, it's been strengthened by my relationship with Jesus because Jesus offered it freely to me, a person who was distinctly unworthy, a person that lived in his own structured, analytic, objective, realist uh, life stream, uh, all alone until I came to know him. And it's, it's available to everybody. As Ian said, it's, it doesn't matter who you are, or where you've been there. No one is worthy. Uh, so if your argument is I'm not worthy, think that Jesus clearly says that that's not true. 
it's there for you. And we want to offer the opportunity for you to share it through the stories of other people, through the discussions that we have moving forward, because our breakfast show is going to be basically topical dis uh, uh, discussions about uh, common questions that people have about emotional things, uh, fear. Challenges people are facing. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, people, people exist in fear oftentimes. And uh, uh, we we're going to talk about those powerful emotions of fear and love. But we're also going to talk about the tangible, constructive things that uh, such a walk can provide for you in fellowship with others and on your own. Because reading his word and getting to know him is important, but combined with reading his word is, is the power of prayer. Almost every faith tradition has some kind of uh, meditation discipline of calming the mind and calming the spirit. And prayer to God is where it all goes. It's, uh, it's, it's powerful. It can impact your life. It can transform you through Jesus and Jesus' word and your contemplation of it through prayer. Well, and ultimately, you know, prayer and meditation and all that, um, if there isn't a God who's listening, it, it seems pretty pointless because um, if I'm struggling with life and the only choice I have to do is, is to meditate within myself about it, I, I'm really not getting any power or strength from anywhere. So the only, only way that I can really get power and strength that's going to transform the challenges I face is if there is a God who's willing to answer those prayers, who who has something to impart to me in that meditation. And that's really the, the, the main point that Jesus is offering is that connection to the divine power of, of heaven, to the, you know, the one God who created us all that brings light and truth and wisdom that we don't possess in ourselves without that power of God, you know, we're just wandering in, in the wilderness but Jesus gives that power, that, that wisdom and that light to us in a way that we can actually take hold of and overcome the challenges of life. Yeah. Also, modern life is so full of stresses. You've told me some stories over the last year or so that we've been pursuing this effort and, uh, you know, constant, constant challenges, constant stress, constant dealing with <laughs> yeah. negative emotions. And that's reinforced in today's culture in this world oftentimes. Boy, and yeah. well, when you study Jesus, in my experience, it's you have just unbounded opportunities for joy and fun and excitement and and uh, yeah. all kinds of positive emotions, a love that is uh, different than carnal love. It's different than familial love. It's a kind of uh, fellowship love where you can truly appreciate how God loves you, and through that, you can love your brothers and sisters in the same kind of way. It's uh, it, there's so many positive things. Way. In a life-giving yeah. way, yes, it's uh, it's that's one of the most powerful impacts on me. I'm in often in a state where I could just be "woe is me" and misery, but instead, God gives me—you laugh at this phrase—but He gives me a kegger of joy that I can tap at any time when I reach out to Him. It's uh, it's really a beautiful thing how He can encourage us. You had yeah. uh, it's funny you call it a kegger. I like that that vision. Um, you know, Jesus talks about a well of living water that flows, you know, from, from within that he gives to us. That's refreshing. It's kind of funny to think of it as a kegger of joy, but I like that because that that's really true is the idea is that, you know, it's a, it's on tap, it's available to us. And, and it gives us the uh, you know, the, the courage, the confidence and, and the sense of uh, uh, you know, of belonging that, you know, we need from God to make it through this, this life and through the challenges we face. 
Yep. And these kind of positive things are uh, kind of what the emphasis of what we're doing is going to be. Our, our uh, flagship project, the Jesus Adventure, is a, a spirituality training system provided to us by Jesus of Nazareth, which is a cool modern way to say the gospels, the good news, the great news. Yet we're going we're gonna to expand on that in our conversations because we want to explore the life aspect when we have these conversations and we want to invite other people to participate. We're going to do some interviews where people share their testimonies. We may do some interviews where people have their own questions or observations from uh, various points of view, old people, young people, tattooed people, uh, uh, buzz cut people, uh, every type of person, because Jesus distinctly and specifically calls out to every one of us. Exactly. And it's that calling that really gives us hope because, you know, if, if he wasn't calling, we, we have nothing to answer. There'd be no sense of value or purpose. You know, uh, if, if God isn't calling you, reaching out to God is meaningless. But knowing that God is calling you, that Jesus came with a specific purpose of reaching out to lead people uh, is what gives us hope, is that, you know, helps us to understand that, that God is greater than all the things that we can face in this life. God is, is able to exceedingly and, and abundantly deliver us through all of the challenges we will ever face. And that's the great part of it. You know, nothing, nothing can ever come to you that can so discourage you that God cannot encourage you and, and enable you to overcome that. Well, and that's, there's a great example just recently you wrote to me about how it was on your heart and in your flesh that, you know, you were engaged in folly and you were wasting my time and your time uh, <laughs> and, and that you were discouraged and, and thinking that you were a foolish man. And yet, and then God led you specifically to some encouragement. Would you share that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was um, the other day just really thinking, wow, this, this whole effort has taken a lot of time and uh, you know, what a waste. Where, where, where are we going? What, what are we going to do here? Is it going to mean anything for anybody? And um, you know, sort of a woe is me, I guess, you know, but it's interesting because I find that God always knows exactly what we need. And if we'll trust him and listen to him, he's going to speak to us. And it wasn't long during that day before I really had, uh, you know, a word come to me, which was simply through another person speaking from the Bible, you know, that said it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. And, you know, I, I really felt like that was just God just saying, hey, you think this is foolish? Let me tell you something. The whole message is foolish from man's point of view. The whole idea of Jesus, of, of a cross, of, of a resurrection, of, of preaching this message is foolish unless it's real. Now, if it's real, then nothing about it is foolish and everything about it matters. And everything we do to try and, and take uh, you know, that message out to people is important. And so I really just had that immediate sense of encouragement and stopped and said, you know, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Um, wow, I needed that word and uh, took time to write it down. You know, because I needed to remind myself, hey, this this is an effort that's worth uh, you know undergoing here. And the neat part of it is, is that the Bible tell us tells us that the foolishness of God is wiser than men. So you know, we all think we're pretty smart. We work hard on developing abilities and strength and everything. But you know, God says, hey, His foolishness is wiser than ours. That just tells us that we can never overcome. We can never you know, be even to the slightest degree able to do something that surprises God or that is greater than God. 
uh, you know, all of mankind collectively can never come up with anything that's as great as God's foolishness. And he says this message matters and it changes people's lives. That's an important part too. And and, uh, what we're trying to do is to reach people to share their testimonies because some people get discouraged, get discouraged, even when they're in pursuit of the Lord and they're in fellowship and in congregation, because uh, too often we're focused on the message of the pastors, which are important, you know, listening to people on, on uh, the internet and going to church and listening to the sermons is important. Uh, uh, getting the, the prepackaged outline teaching messages in your uh, men's group, women's group, couples group, that's all good and important stuff. But I think sometimes what we miss is the brother to sister, brother to brother, uh, family orientation that Jesus instilled in his own apostles. He uh, uh, encouraged them to talk about the things. For instance, mission 1711 is derived from Acts 1711. Ian, you're much more eloquent in explaining this. I understand it conceptually, but explain the, the message of the Bereans. Yeah, well, the apostles, which are really just that's the you know the Bible language for the emissaries that Jesus commissioned to go out and take the message out. Um, they they sent some guys along who were going to go to uh, reach uh, a synagogue of Jewish people. The synagogue is just really a Jewish church. They were going to take that message to them. Well, the people in that synagogue in that Jewish church simply took time to search the whole scriptures to understand if these things that they were teaching were so. And they received it, they heard the message, they, they accepted it, but they didn't just do that. They searched the scriptures daily to, to verify what was being taught. And so this is what we encourage is, you know, don't, don't take what we're saying about this for, for fact, search it out for yourself, find out if these things are true. You know, this is how God has spoken to us and, and led us through his word. Um, but we're encouraging people not to believe that. Don't believe anything we say. Go out and see what the Word of God says. See what it tells you that Jesus said. See what the uh, apostles or emissaries wrote. See what the prophets wrote. And find out if these things are true and make your own decision. Part of uh, what Mission 1711 is going to do also is we're going to have some uh, secondary subordinate additional projects that we work on to provide you with additional tools so that you can check these things out. We're going to do something of uh, 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 a study on the history, the uh, uh, archaeological, uh, literary history and impact of, of the Jesus experience on the world from the beginning when there were just the disciples and the small group of followers that Jesus had initially, all the way through its development through time. Because God works in so many ways to impact us. He reaches out through every establishment that you can imagine. That's why we don't spend time criticizing various uh, ways that people find the Lord and that you found the Lord is the blessing. And we're going to try to provide you with tools, not only spiritual development tools and discipleship tools, but historical tools and literary tools and ways that you can really dive deep in conjunction with the word of God, because the word of God is central. Jesus is the message. And we're not here to promote any church or group. We're not asking people to follow us. We're, We're saying, follow Jesus you know, get in and discover him. Right. Uh, and, have... and, the, and the words he spoke and the way he taught and the way he right. interacted with real people. This is a real people adventure. This is a journey, a discovery march, an adventure where people are impacted. You're such an old soldier. You think of a march as fun. 
<laughs> That's awesome. It's 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 more like a hike in the mountains, in the beautiful mountainside. <laughs> and uh, the beauty is astounding. The uh, the positives are manifold. Rather than focusing on the things that people want to argue about, I'm no theologian, and I won't claim to be. I'm an ardent student of the Word, uh, the Bible, and uh, Jesus' Gospels, and the uh, epistles that were written by his followers, and the Old Testament that prophesied his coming uh, so exactly and so distinctly. And also, I found an amazement in the Bible that every challenge that I faced in the world, every hurdle, every joy, every challenge, I have yet to find a place in the Bible where it's not addressed because the wisdom is all pervasive. It is. And, you know, the thing is, is that God understands what we need. He understands what we're made of, and he wants to work in people's lives. This is the entire reason why Jesus came. You know, he came to express God's love and God's purpose and God's calling to welcome people into his kingdom, to bring us in so that we can know him and have that interaction and that dynamic experience with him. You know, and a lot of people may say, look, I, I don't even know who is God. You know, what is God? Who is God? Where is God? And, you know, the bottom line is that um, God is real and he has given us an abundant amount of information to prove that he's real in the Bible, his word, but he also actively presses us beyond that. You know, it can seem two-dimensional, right? We're just reading things that have been written by other people, but as we learn to follow him and as we learn to step in and consider him, he, he makes that two-dimensionality immediately become three and four-dimensional uh, as we simply learn to trust him and, and you know, follow what Jesus has taught us. So one of the uh, apostles, the emissaries that Jesus sent out, it tells us he was going to a group of people that didn't really have any knowledge of the true God, but they had a lot of idols and were worshiping false gods. And he found you know, one particular idol, which was an altar that was addressed to the unknown God. And he simply said to them, this is the one who you worship without knowing that I'm proclaiming to you. I'm, I'm going to tell you about the one true God that you don't know. And, you know, if you're a person that doesn't know God, that hasn't really ever considered God, this is exactly the kind of a place that, that you would find uh, will help you because we're going to introduce you to the unknown God, the God that you don't know. But understand that that God does know you. He knows everything about you, and he wants you to know him. He's inviting you through Jesus to know him, to, to trust him, and to follow him. Well, one of the most powerful things in my walk has been the understanding that I finally have arrived at, that he covets every single one of us, the ones who think they're not worthy and the ones that aren't quite walking right. And he gives us endless opportunity throughout our walk in this world to yeah. come to him. And it's open. It's free. You can't earn it. Okay. You can't. Uh, it's not. Well, it's not. And a lot of people think they're not worthy, right? They say, I don't even know if God would accept me. I'm not worthy. You know, if, if you were worthy, then you're not qualified. Uh, the one prerequisite to being qualified to answer the call of Jesus is recognizing that you are unworthy. All of us are unworthy. We're talking about a God who is so great and so immense and so awesome. He's beyond our understanding. He's beyond our comprehension, but he reveals himself and says, come, turn to me, follow me. And this God wants us to, to experience him. He wants us to discover him. And so, you know, this is the thing is, is that it, it tells us in the Bible that he made every nation of people and determine the pre-appointed times and, and places that they're going to live so that they will seek him in hope that they might reach out just to find him, 
even though he's not far from any of us, uh, it, it is, you know, his goal, his desire that we would know him and that we would choose to receive him through Jesus. And that's the things that we're going to try to share with you on a regular basis. We want you to participate with us. We are going to set up various platforms that you can use to participate with us. And it's our hope that you'll find our message interesting and that you'll want to contribute to it and that you can join us because it's a marvelous adventure. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's just a marvelous adventure and it's filled with ups and downs. It's like a roller coaster in the movie parenthood. Grandma tells the story. Of, <laughs> it's a, it's a story that grandma tells and, and then Steve Martin experiences it just raising his family. And uh, it, it's a thoroughly secular movie, but the uh, illustration is true. The adventure is a roller coaster. It's got its ups. It's got its downs. It's got its screaming down slopes and it's uh dizzying curves and it's uh it's 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 just an amazing thing to experience and the most amazing thing is that it's personal despite the mysteries as people like to say about god and the the all-encompassing broadness and the total unknowableness of god is that he reaches out to us with an intimacy with a love that's caring for each and every individual and he covets every one of us exactly um, you know, through one of the prophets, uh, prophet Isaiah, uh, God speaks and he says, have you not known, have you not heard the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He doesn't faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable, but here's what else it says. It says he gives power to the weak and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even those who are young will faint and be weary and young men shall fall exhausted but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And this is part of the testimony that we have is God has renewed our strength, but also the many people we've interviewed and come to know, we've learned how God has renewed their strength. And, you know, we're also working on this study that we've discussed already that uh, will be about history of how the message of Jesus has come throughout the world and given people strength when they were weak, given them the ability to have that ability to have that renewal that changes lives, that, that changes whole communities and, and whole nations of people when they trust in Jesus and walk with him. What are some of the other exciting things that we have to look forward to? Well, that's a good question, Nick. I should have pulled that up. Um, <laughs> let me go through my notes. Well, you wrote uh, a book. Well, I, and the, the book is going to be amazing because it also not only does it include all sorts of information, uh, you know, that is directly from the word of God, what Jesus taught, but also the book um, will include stories. You know, we're, we're going to have um, actual testimonials. Each chapter has two people, one man and one woman for each chapter uh, that, you know, I've actually researched and, and gone and, and verified their stories, truly amazing stories of how people's lives were transformed and changed. Uh, through the message. We're also going to be offering uh, 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 video platforms. We're going to engage with you socially on uh, social media platforms. Part of the vision that we share is to reach out to the, uh, uh, what do you call them? Digital uh, people that are online. Digital natives. Yeah. Um, yeah, Well, we want to reach the world as it exists. We're not interested in just people of uh, Ian's generation, my generation. Uh, we yeah. want young people, old people, 
And we were always going to be searching for and accepting of good ideas on how to engage. And to do that, we'd like to invite you to participate with us at whatever level you're comfortable with. But we'll be on Patreon. We'll be on Facebook. We'll be on YouTube. We'll be on other alternative platforms that will be listed in the end piece of these shows. And I just want to make clear to everybody that just as Jesus welcomed us, we're going to welcome you. We're not here exactly. to argue and contest and to uh, uh, argue about theology and things like that. We do want to be called to account for things that might be uh, you might consider doctrinally questionable or, or uh, different interpretations on the Bible. Uh, those kinds of discussions to seek and know Jesus word better. We welcome but we're not uh, going to contest. We're not going to conflict. Uh, we'll uh, meet you with love, but and grace as God provides it to us. But we're not. Uh, we're not. A, a, it's not a contest for us. It's simply yeah, we're here to sharing. invite people to take a journey with Jesus. That's that's yeah. really the bottom line. And Some to experience the transformation. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Go ahead. That's all right. I just experienced the transformations that we're describing yourself. Some of the other topics we'll cover in our, our breakfast with brothers is, uh, um, you know, what is the difference between a follower or a disciple? Um, you know, is there a distinction and what does it look like to be a follower of Jesus? Um, the other thing is, uh, fear versus faith, which Nick already alluded to earlier, you know, what is faith? What is fear? And, and, you know, are these things mutually exclusive? You know, how do we learn how to walk those out in our lives? Another one we'll be covering is missional living, looking at what does it mean to be part of uh, a movement of people, a community of people who are deliberately walking with the purpose of following Jesus, uh, intentionally working together for that cause. We'll also be talking about what, what is salvation? What, what is the journey that Jesus is inviting us on? And, and how does that work? What, what is salvation? What, is, what does it mean to be saved? Where does that journey take you? So these are a number of the different things that we'll be covering, um, along with an endless number of other topics that we'll cover that will actually be driven somewhat by our audience as well. And also, we have lined up some uh, interesting people, different perspectives, different ages, different backgrounds that we're going to interview from time to time on uh, Brothers at Breakfast. Uh, we'll do uh, breakfast with kids. We'll do breakfast with millennials. We'll do uh, breakfast with the old folks home. We'll do breakfast with farmers and breakfast with uh, <laughs> bikers and any kind of thing that we can do to expand the audience. Because again, we want to share the journey. We want to share the adventure that we're on, following in the footsteps of Jesus. As we know how, as we learn from his word, because we're poor, pitiful creatures, we admit it, but also we're constantly seeking his knowledge, his grace, his word, and a deeper understanding as we continue on this walk. So exactly. Um, that's, that's where we're going. So Nick, um, tell me a little bit about just, you know, from your experience and all the things that we're doing here, how has this process of setting this up impacted you i know you've you've done a lot of work on the back end and the and the technical work but also we're sharing a lot of things along the way of the you know the message and the calling how is this affecting you and what's what's it what's it doing in your life right now well it's given me a lot of opportunity to explore some blessings that my flesh necessarily doesn't want like patience <laughs> um 
like uh, a little bit more open-mindedness. I'm a very structured man, uh, sometimes to my own detriment. It's uh, allowed me to kind of let go and, and be patient and go more with the flow. It's uh, given me challenges that require encouragement that you've always been uh, willing to provide for me. It's, uh, uh, it's no kind of a, this isn't any kind of a financial thing, even though our model isn't a nonprofit model. Uh, you know, we're going to try to make a living doing this. And for me, that's kind of scary uh, because I tend to rely on myself. And this whole process has given me a conviction that if I keep my focus and my faith on the Lord, on Jesus, on the things that I'm saying, and I live it, it's going to be uh, just a powerful experience and it is an adventure and adventures are full of fear and trepidation but they're also filled with great joy and happiness and uh, a sense of fulfillment um, that you you spoke about earlier um, I'm hoping that I can share that in a tangible way that people in the world that might feel discouraged will understand that that feeling of fulfillment is there it's available uh, to all of all of us yeah yes and, you know and it comes from having that interactive experience the bottom line is this is not something that we're trying to promote to people because we think they'll learn from us or that they'll you know want to follow us but that interactive experience of really walking with jesus and hearing his word and the spirit of god moving and and interacting with a person that in a way that really changes their lives uh is really what this is all about yeah and the mission statement that uh we have that i'm going to paraphrase but uh, what you said is very important in our presentation for me personally is that I'm not interested in anyone following me or finding me to be a wise man. I'm interested in people following Jesus. And if my experiences and my sharing and my discussion can help in that, then I will feel blessed because it's not about me. It's about Jesus and his word. Exactly. All right. Well, Hey, this is, um, this has been a good talk and I'm looking forward to more uh, coffee and pancake discussions with you as we go through this process. So it's been exciting. Okay. Please join us next time on Brothers at Breakfast. <laughs>